Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Monday, May 17th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Some of the accomplishments from the 2021 Missouri General Assembly were overshadowed by measures that did not pass, including Medicaid expansion. They want to have all of the adulation to their red meat by saying we are opposing Medicaid expansion, knowing on the back end it's going to happen in a court. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reviews the just-completed 2021 Missouri legislative session. St. Louis University is converting its African-American Studies program into a full department this fall. Faculty and students have championed the effort since the early 70s and say it's a big step for equality. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. Last fall, students demanded that the administration seek racial and economic equity for black faculty and staff. They asked SLU officials to create an African-American studies department, disarm campus police, and better pay maintenance custodial and food service workers. Freshman Ryan Staples says the new department is a big win for black people at SLU. He hopes it will bring community and help others learn about the black experience. The more I learn about African-American studies, the better I am equipped to handle um, situations in the future because as a, as a leader on campus, having knowledge is the first thing people are going to respect you for. Staples says students and faculty will continue to press the university to address their other concerns. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Several area businesses are still adjusting to revised mask guidelines from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Schnucks announced over the weekend that fully vaccinated people are no longer required to wear masks in stores. Employees and those who have not had their shots will still have to cover their faces, but the stores are not asking for proof of vaccination. Another major local grocer, Deerberg's, is still reviewing its policy. Some stores and attractions are maintaining mask requirements for now. They include Enterprise Center and Six Flags. St. Louis City and County relaxed mask requirements for fully vaccinated people shortly after last week's announcement from the CDC. Lawmakers in Illinois are putting more focus on a state budget now that there are two weeks left in the spring legislative session. As Hannah Meisel reports, they are figuring out how to fill a $1.3 billion revenue shortfall. Illinois' economy is recovering from the pandemic recession faster than expected, and the state's financial picture has gotten much better than it was in February. House Majority Leader Greg Harris, a Chicago Democrat who leads budget negotiations in the General Assembly, said last week that despite better revenue projections, lawmakers still have to grapple with the state's long-running structural budget deficit. We're either going to have to find ways to cut to fill that hole, or we're going to have to review the proposals the governor made to close corporate tax loopholes. You know, some mix of those will be required. Pritzker in November lost a years-long battle for a graduated income tax, a proposal he promised would generate $3.5 billion extra dollars in state revenues annually, but voters rejected the idea at the ballot box. I'm Hannah Meisel. Missouri's Department of Agriculture is wrapping up its efforts to increase export opportunities in Southeast Asia. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports the department wants to bolster existing relationships and enter new markets. Hank Ma has staffed the department's trade office in Taiwan for more than 30 years, but he's not slowing down. 
In addition to building on the millions in Missouri ag products that go to Taiwan, he's working on new markets, most recently Myanmar. And we tried to go to Thailand for the animal fish show and try to go to Singapore for the fish show. And our next target will be Indonesia and Malaysia. Ma says easing COVID restrictions means trade shows are starting to come back, and he has a full schedule this summer. Missouri's top exports to Southeast Asia are corn, soybeans, beef, and chicken. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri lawmakers from both parties agree the 2021 legislative session yielded significant results that could have a far-reaching impact. But some of the accomplishments were overshadowed by items that did not pass and by tensions among legislators. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum breaks down the last five months and why lawmakers will be going into overtime later this year. One of the common themes about the Missouri General Assembly is that legislators tend to overpromise and fail to deliver when members of the House gavel out of session and participate in a ritual of tossing paper into the air. But for Senate Majority Leader Caleb Rowden, 2021 broke the norm in terms of legislative productivity. I, I can say pretty definitively that the, the, the success and the record of accomplishments that we can point to as a leadership team and as a Republican caucus is really unmatched. In the last week of session, lawmakers completed work on issues that had been wafting in legislative limbo for years. That includes a gas tax hike and an online retailer sales tax. They also finally approved a prescription drug monitoring program, an effort that Senator Holly Rader had pursued in all nine years of her General Assembly service. The fact that you have the medical professionals dealing with this every day and wanting this tool, the fact that you have so many of our counties already in this program, I think those are the two things that really helped. And and the fact that Everyone knows someone's struggling. Lawmakers also passed bills creating a tuition tax credit aimed at drumming up money for public and private school scholarships and an effort to blunt federal gun laws. And Democratic Senator Brian Williams of University City was able to pass police accountability measures that have been in the works since Michael Brown's shooting death in Ferguson. You know, Joyce Floyd could have easily been me. So I think about Michael Brown, Breonna Taylor. Uh, They should be alive today. So that was a focus for me. Uh, Now we have an opportunity to ban chokeholds, hold police officers accountable. But even with all the success, a lot of the session's tone was dampened during the last day of session. That's when the Senate abruptly adjourned without approving a must-pass bill that helps fund the state's Medicaid program. And it was a perfect ending to a dysfunctional year. That's Senate Minority Leader John Rizzo. The Independence Democrat says major policy wins were soured by deeply political maneuvers by Republicans, most notably the decision not to fund Medicaid expansion. They want to have all of the adulation to their red meat by saying we are opposing Medicaid expansion, knowing on the back end it's going to happen in a court. And Republicans weren't universally enthused either. GOP infighting was almost as common this year as legislative success. For instance, Governor Mike Parson got into a bitter spat with House Speaker Rob Vescovo over the State of the State venue. And others like State Representative Jason Chipman of Steelville saw passage of a gas tax hike as a betrayal of conservative values. I'm sure if you look up the Republican Party platform, it doesn't say anything in there about raising our taxes. 
It'll remain to be seen whether these tensions linger when lawmakers come back for at least two special sessions on the tax to help pay for Medicaid and congressional redistricting. And there may be more extra time than just those issues, as House Elections Committee Chairman Dan Shaw wants a special session to deal with the photo identification requirement to vote and ballot items making constitutional amendments harder to pass. If we were able to bring in a special session, if the governor were so to so choose that, uh, it gives us an opportunity to focus on election and not be distracted by the other things. So it's a matter of focus. Still, Rowden, the Senate Majority Leader, doesn't think it's fair to denigrate the session based on what didn't happen, especially when there's still time throughout the year to complete unfinished business. You know, as we sit here today, as we stand here today at the end of another session, we um, are always reminded that this place is a strange place, uh, and we never, the things that happen usually never happen in the way that you imagine they're going to. Lawmakers aren't done with big decisions over the next year. With billions of dollars coming in from a federal stimulus bill, Missouri legislators will get to make even more far-reaching decisions that could fundamentally transform the state. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Birth. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.